Are you familiar with the narcissist prayer? I like to think that that prayer is applicable to all cluster bees. Welcome to this podcast of My Inner Torch. The narcissist prayer goes something like this. That didn't happen. And if it did, it wasn't that bad. And if it was, that's not a big deal. And if it is, that's not my fault. And if it was, I didn't mean it. And if I did, you deserved it. Think about it. That's the narcissist prayer. You can Google it. It's all over the place. And do I really need to go line by line and explain it to you? Well, obviously, if we take a closer look, the that didn't happen deals with denial. Do you ever have to deal with that? Where you talk to a cluster B and basically they have amnesia. It just never happened. That happens with my wife all the time. Or if she remembers the event, she remembers it in a cognitive dissonance type of way. It's, it's kind of remembering it in her reality. She kind of takes that information and she regurgitates it in her magical world. So that didn't happen. Well, it may have happened, but this is the way it went down. Do you ever experience that? Then comes the next line of the narcissist prayer. And if it did happen, well, it just wasn't that bad. This is minimization. Okay. Clear and simple. They cannot take onus for anything they do. They can hurt you. They can abuse you. They can chew you up and spit you out. And that's okay. But if you turn on them, you chew them up. You challenge them, you spit them out, you become self-aware. That's not okay. So that's why this particular prayer is so applicable when you think about the different sentences. So we've covered that didn't happen. That's denial. And if it did, it wasn't that bad. Well, that's minimization. And then we move on to, and if it was, well, you know, that's not a big deal. It's not a big deal at all. And so what we're dealing with here is the perception or perhaps the idea of gaslighting. Gaslighting is a very specific behavior in which a narcissist or a cluster B denies another person's reality by making them think that they are perceiving something incorrectly. You're thinking about this all wrong. That's a common refrain that you're going to get from a narcissist or another cluster B. So if they continue to do this, you know, if they continue to tell you that it didn't happen or it's not a big deal, they are essentially gaslighting you. So to the next sentence now, and if it is, that's not my fault. Well, that's another easily recognizable behavior to anybody who's been in a cluster B relationship, because now what we're looking at here is blame shifting. Okay. If it hurts you, well, gosh, darn, it's not my fault. Have you ever found yourself in that circumstance with a cluster B, with a borderline, with a narcissist, with a histrionic person, with a psychopath? Because folks, I'm going to make this kind of this statement. I really believe that cluster B's in some form or fashion are psychopaths. 
they basically exhibit it. You know, they're emotional psychopaths. When we think of psychopaths, psychopaths have been branded as being criminal. They're murderers. Well, that person's a psychopath. That person's going to cut somebody's throat. They're not. Most psychopaths are not violent people by nature. They are abusive. They are manipulative. You know, that's, that's those two qualities right there. They're vindictive. They're just plain mean. They don't care. That's a psychopath. It doesn't mean that they're out there with a gun or a knife and they're going to stalk you and shoot you. I think that's a common misconception. And I think the fear factor associated with psychopaths is they've been built up in our society and on TV and radio dramas that, you know, they're stalking you. They're lurking in a dark corner somewhere with a 15 inch blade. That's not the case. They are emotional psychopaths. They are emotional vampires. So now we're up to, and if it was, I didn't mean it. So again, you don't really get accountability with anybody here. People like narcissists and borderlines don't apologize and ever really mean it. Now, there can be distinctions with borderlines when it comes to abandonment, when they go into survival mode. And I'll have to tell you that I really do believe that borderlines and narcissists and cluster Bs are in constant survival mode. They are constantly surviving the emotional hell that they're living in the complete emptiness, the complete lack of, of anything of, of identity of being able to feel what you and I feel of being an empath of being empathetic, being compassionate, being a normal caring person, because that's what it's about. That's what normal relationships are, aren't they? Where two people care about each other and they don't want to hurt each other and they don't want to abuse each other and they don't want to play games with each other. There shouldn't be continuous drama. And I'm not saying that a normal relationship does not encompass fights and disagreements and arguments because they do. We're human. But the constant abuse, the constant discard, the constant phases that we go through, all the dysfunction, the disordered nature of our relationships with somebody with cluster B, that's just not normal. And for a lot of us, including myself, I tend to think that they're normal. I tend to think that this is the norm, but it's not. There are people out there that care. There are people out there that are sensitive. There are people that see you for the person that you are recognize your qualities and are not constantly criticizing you, constantly putting you down, making you feel inferior to them in some form or fashion, telling you that what you're doing is wrong and that they know the better way, that they're the all-knowing, all-seeing eye. That's just not normal. So when you look at that, the last sentence is of the narcissist prayer, and if I did, you deserved it. So again, we have projection and blame shifting, the transference of feelings onto another person so that they don't have to feel them themselves. It's called projection. So a lot of times what narcissists are doing are kind of projecting their sadness, their hopelessness with the world, their anger onto you. You become the fixation. You become the sounding board 
you know, unfortunately for that. So recapping this prayer, which is called the narcissist's prayer, that didn't happen. And if it did, it wasn't that bad. And if it was, well, that's not a big deal. And if it is, that's not my fault. And if it was, I didn't mean it. And if I did, you deserved it. Does that make sense to you? Does that resonate with you? MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. New episodes uploaded every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Coming up to 80 episodes, 80 podcasts, talking about my experience, my journey, and also talking about other people's journeys. Folks, there are psychopaths amongst us. There are narcissists. There are borderlines. Sometimes they identify themselves. More often, they do not. You have to figure it out. And you should not, and I repeat, you should not become a victim. You should not be trapped in their emotional orbit. You should be a shooting star. You should be happy. You shouldn't be trapped in somebody else's emotional orbit trying to fix them. There is no fixing a cluster B. There is no fixing them. And once they decide that they wish to discard you, there is no reconciliation. This is what I am dealing with. I am having to come to terms with the fact that I don't have a future that I want. And notice how I say that. It's a future I want. It's a relationship that I want. I have a relationship. I don't know what kind of relationship I have, and I'm still working that out in my own mind. I am a supply to a cluster B. I'm there for that person. I'm there for my wife of almost 20 years. Two decades, I've been there. Two decades, I've been in confusion. I finally have lifted the veil. I finally see things for what they truly are. Doesn't make it any better, but it does give me comfort and solace to know that I finally have come to terms and you know what? I do feel better, although I still feel trapped. MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. Your views, opinions, and comments are always welcome. I look forward to spending more time with you again. Till next week, be well and in whatever you do, be good. This has been My Inner Torch. <laughs>